Welcome back to the best No Judgment Zone space in the world because neither one of us have law degrees. Hi, I'm Nice Guy Marvelous. <laughs> Is there a problem, officer? Last time I checked, I was doing the speed limit. You put the nice guy in front. That's funny. <laughs> I'm not your average Joseph. I'm not going to give you any bullshit at the beginning. <laughs> AKA, welcome to the... Shit, smooth set show. Uh, because yeah. he's already talking. No, mm-hmm. we are the prodigal mm-hmm. sons. We're the prodigal sons. Let's start this show. Wow, you can't, nice, can't, nice can't, guy, Marv. You can't let a brother breathe. Like, what is it? Kick a brother in the ding dong? Nice guy, don't really. <laughs> really. Nice guy. Okay, right. we'll roll with that. Nice, one. nice guy's finished last, you know? Since when you been finishing last? I'm 36 in the game. You see my, my gray hair? My yeah, new gray yeah, hair is yeah. kicking in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was the last mean thing I was going to do for the right. show. It was nice guy. Nice After guy. that. Nice guy, Marv. Nice guy. To the folks at home, you didn't see that. <laughs> you didn't see that. To you two people. That unfriendly gesture. No. I you apologize. Didn't, you, didn't catch that. you didn't catch that at it all. It brought the, the, it turned off the nice guy notion and stuff <laughs> in me. YouTube, we welcome you, your love, your comments, your support. Same thing as other platforms, Spotify, Google Play, Google, Google Podcast, excuse me. iHeartRadio, we're there. Anywhere podcasts can be played and you're hearing this voice. Wherever you found your comfort zone, taking us in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank we you. appreciate you. Uh, let's start the damn show. Um, Wait, you ain't asked me what I'm doing. It's, just, it's, it's customary, man. Well, you oh, shit what? on me just oh, so a while ago, it is? man. Is that what it is? Because I shit. My feelings. I'm sorry, man. I'm, How I'm, are you today on this Sunday, a.k.a. <laughs> Mother's Day? Ma- Mama's Day? Mama's Day. I'm all right. Did, did a little reflection. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's funny because um, Rallo hit me up mm. and he was just saying he was about to check another another school friend of ours mm. whose mom just recently passed. Mm. So it was like, it's the first time that he's going to go through the whole Mother's Day without routine a without, without a mom. So Rallo was saying, yo, he hit Rallo up mm. and reminded Rallo of the time when Rallo hit me up. Mm. To ask me, you know what I mean, uh, for some when your mom word of advice and so forth like that. Because I went through the whole thing. Robert right. was just going through it for the first time. And he was like, yeah, he goes, when Q hit me up, I was like, man, I can remember, remember myself hitting you up. So I was like, yes. I said, I said listen, doesn't get better. It, get e- it gets easier as mm. the time goes along and so forth like that. So right. happy Mother's Day to all. Oh, well, I mean, we're, you're going to get this on a Tuesday. So we're saying but happy belated happy Mother's belated Day. Happy belated Mother's Day you know, to the amazing um, grandmothers, mothers, stepmoms. We don't leave you guys out. Nah, I don't leave you guys nah, out when it comes to the porn. But yeah. Because <laughs> um, they're pretty interesting in the porn. And... Happy MILF Day. Happy, happy MILF Day. <laughs> happy MILF Day. You're not forgetting the MILFs? We're not going to forget the MILFs. You're not forgetting the MILFs. You're a lovely MILF. Listen out there. Just getting your, get, make yourself a little noise. A little woo-woo, you know? That's it. That's to, it. Your, to yourself. Mm-hmm. And give, every, a little, give a little trot in front of the mirror. Yeah, a little Still got it going you know? on. Still got it going Still got it going on. Um, you know, every Mother's Day needs a Mother's Night, you know? So, you know, the classic slogan. And yeah. Oh, and remember, Kings. Kings. Look at all cameras. Kings. Kings. Not all TNA is worth a brother's DNA. So mm. not every not every chick. Oh, that's Mice Cube. He said it in can't remember what song it was. It's an old song. 
TNA ain't worth a nigga's DNA. The crazy chick will have you drunk off E and J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can't make everybody a baby mama. Okay, no, no, you can't. No, no, you no, can't. no, no, you no, can't. no, 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 you can't. no. It's it's a privilege to be a mother. Choose wisely. Choose wisely. So yeah, that's my see my nice guy act. I just recited this Ice Cube <laughs> lyrics. That's it. Yo, yo, uh, that's it. Shout out, shout out to Shorty, man. She's sporting the baby bump. Yes, you know salute I mean? to Shorty. So, salute to Shorty. We see you, Congrats. Shorty. We love you. you know, yeah. All the blessings and stuff coming your way. For sure. And, and, and hopefully this time around, next next year, we're going to be singing you the praises of Mother's Day as well. Yes. And yes. it's going to be a, a treat and a half. The, the convo better change. <laughs> the convo nah, has we, to we're change. We're listening out for the convo. I can't wait. We're listening out for the convo? But I'm, I can't wait. Yes. You know, for you know, Mother's Day? Yeah. Mother's Day tonight. I would go home and rub one out to some stepmother porn just for <laughs> just because how I, how nice of a guy I am. How nice of a guy you are? I would rub one out to some stepmother, stepmother and milf porn. And milf, and milf porn. porn. That's it. Because yeah. I support the day. Of course. There, yeah. Okay. Um, hey, 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 hey. But better watch that DNA over that TNA. No, nah, I got to make sure like it don't fly everywhere. You know, right? Fly everywhere. You don't put plastic around the room? Yo, know, there's an emergency? <laughs> My busted blood? Saran wrapped the room. It's a murder scene. It ain't blank, so you got to cover up something. This is true. This is true. Right. Okay. Yeah. Guys put rubbers on when they jerk it, though? (laughs) Yo. (laughs) If you're a neat guy and you don't want to do any cleanup after... Possibly. (laughs) I mean, that's a waste of a condom, though. (laughs) But hey, some people might consider jerking it the waste of a nut. No. A nut... A nut a night makes mm-hmm. the next day very bright. A nut a night makes the, ver- the next day very bright. A nut, for me a night, I might not wake up the next day. I might still be sleeping. Nah, you might sleep in. You're going to wake up. You're going to have a different vibe. You're going like to have a happy vibe. vibe. Think about it. Mm-hmm. You go out there to regular days and stuff into the world and everything like that. You as a man who've been fucking since you were a teenager and stuff like that, you know how you feel after you bust that nut. You bust that nut. You I get- feel lazy. Hold on. You bust that nut. You had a good rest afterwards. Right. And let's say you are you had a meal. Okay. Your vibe is different compared to not eating, hangry. Yeah. Your balls swollen and full. Yeah. And no sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, two different smooths right there. Not bust the nut. I mean, I mean, it's just, just the, the balls is empty and uh, I no longer have the horny feeling. But okay, but even, even some women and stuff, whatever. Even some women, like, I want to say... You can look at some women like I, when I, I when I see certain women, yeah, and I see they have a wedding band on, right, and they look hangry <laughs> as shit. I'm like, your man's not feeding you, fucking you, or loving you. These what? are the things that just automatically come to my mind. The three, the three, you're, one, re- three. you're a reflection of your significant other, right? Yeah. So if I'm not seeing like you look miserable as shit, I was like, oh, both y'all, y'all, y'all just need to separate, man. <laughs> like, yo, something not right. But if you look at a married woman, she had the ring on, yeah. she walking, I'm walking on sunshine. She's was, stuff. What? I was like, yo, what he doing? He needs to teach a seminar. That dude needs to teach a seminar. <laughs> well, hopefully he uh, he can get some classes going and, and, and get some men up to par <laughs> so that women can walk on sunshine. Facts. Especially on a day like today, Mother's Day, right? They, they need to be walking on sunshine. Yes. For real. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, let's talk about some of these men. Yeah. Do men need affirmation in relationships? How do you feel about affirmation relationship? I feel like from what I've seen yeah. in your world as a spectator, 
I mean, I'm basically dancing in your world, but as a spectator, I see that you get the affirmation. Yeah. But I feel like some men and stuff don't get the affirmation and stuff, whatever. Like, I see some dudes out here. Well, okay. Before I go in, the polls say 85% said yes. Yes. So the other 50% saying, no, men don't need no fucking affirmation. And I started scratching my head. I was like, why? Like, why do you, why would you think some people would say, Men don't need no affirmation. I'm not sure why they would say men don't need affirmation because I, I was on the yes side. I mean, yeah, I I think our feelings are often underestimated and forgotten. Yeah, because like I think a lot of men, or let's say the traditional man that that's that the traditional man before, right, was kind of raised and stuff to be macho. Yes. Don't show the type of feelings and everything. If you're lovey-dovey, you might be considered gay or soft, or soft right. and stuff like that. So right. those aspects and revenues don't really come to play yeah. in like an older traditional kind of guy. Yeah. And and even with a, with a traditional type of woman, mm-hmm. she's always told to seek out men with that type of character of just being masculine yeah. and protective and... She don't want no soft man. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I, I had a girl tell me one time and stuff, whatever, you're too soft to date me. Wow. And she said to me and stuff, whatever, right? Because I think um, it was funny. One day I seen her and we we're talking and stuff, but I know her from someone else. And I'm like, yo, you know, you should let her take you out to eat one night and stuff yeah. and get to know me and everything. Yeah. Like She's like, nah, you're too soft for me. I'm like, you're looking for a dude with a criminal record? I don't understand. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you looking for? She's looking at your hand. Nah, you ain't got the pimp slap hand. I'm sorry, yeah, bro. I was like, I was like, yo, like, what's good with it? Whatever. Like, I didn't, I didn't get it yeah. at the time and stuff like that. And then I realized, like, yo, there's just some women and stuff that just like those kind of types of yeah. dudes. Yeah. And you like what you like. You like what you like. You like what you like and stuff for that. But I always feel like my personal opinion that eventually they'll come back around. Yeah. Like no, I, I always feel I, like I, like I think me like that. Right. Like I want to say what me, what my growth and stuff I look at and stuff is that like when I was in high school. And I was seeking the affection for women. Right. I would look at a woman and stuff like, yo, if like you like if you had a girl in high school who's probably doing like the let's say the natural hair or the ponytail, it's all her and everything like that. She just come clean and everything like yeah. that. I'm looking like, mm, I'm looking for the chick with the Mary J. Blige little, what is it? The the, the quick weave. The, the quick weave. The quick weave yeah. flips and yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, oh, you bougie with it. Yeah, okay, the- you're doing the most of the makeup. Yeah. I see your lip glosses popping. All right. I just don't want your hair to be your lips to be dry. Like <laughs> a ponytail is sexy to me because it's not. I, let me know it's your hair. Let you know you're real. Depending on the ponytail, because you know you have the long ones that like yeah, Indiana Jones yeah. whips. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but yeah, like I was like, it's so funny how it comes around and stuff, whatever. When you have time to understand and and develop, right? Yeah, you tend to cultivate exactly. You know what you want or the necessities. In the individual you look into. And it, it, and also the experience, right? I think after a while, like those women, they they date those type of men mm-hmm. and then start to see that you kind of need a sensitive side to have a balance. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then and, and it's like it's everything is just so rough and rugged and there's no can we do that? No, no. You know what I mean? It's like it's like they they start to miss that. Like there's something missing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that on top of the maturity, on top of the realizing certain things, they start to realize maybe I don't want a super soft man, but 
I think a man should have like a, a softer side to him. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Because I think you're right. It's the experiences, right? And I feel like when you don't experience certain type of things, yeah. it takes you a longer time to kind of play catch up right. to a, certain things. Like you're not supposed to be rushed on the course of life. But I feel you should experience certain type of things yeah. a lot sooner than other things. Yeah. Like, if you're going to have a whole phase, a quote-unquote whole phase, I feel like you should have it in your 20s. I don't feel like you should have your whole phase and stuff like in your 30s, 40s or something like that, whatever, because the recovery time ain't the same. <laughs> the recovery time ain't the same. The no. recovery time ain't the no. same and stuff for that. Because if you're like, all right, you're going you're gonna to hoe it out for probably like five to seven years and everything like that. Right. Let's say you start in your 30s. Yeah. You... At 37 and stuff, he's like, all right, now you're going to hone it in. But you probably done missed out the good people or they probably got captured or they probably not yeah. even looking that direction and stuff, whatever, no more, right? Yeah, no, I, I agree totally with you. I, I would I would even say it's... And it's it's funny how we, we have our sexual peak at the ages, I want to say between 18 and coming up to around 25 around there, that, that, that time, mm -hmm. like... That you have the energy to start really sowing those wild oats. So go out and sow those wild oats, knowing that at some point mm -hmm. you're gonna have to reel it in. And I think part of that sowing out wild oats, that whole phase, is you gotta be smart about it too, right? You 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 kind of have to start assessing the women that you're you're, you're dealing with, because then. That kind of starts helping you narrow down the gap of the type of woman that you want to be with. So, would, so how would you find? How would you know a woman has that affirmation qualities without being in a relationship with the woman? But I think I think that's where that whole I think that kind of whole phase. Mm -hmm. I think if you're if you're doing it at a frequency, mm -hmm. and not maybe not necessarily a frequency. But you, you, you kind of tend to find specific qualities and maybe a specific girl. Okay. So maybe you might want to date a specific girl more than the rest. Big booty Trudy. Big booty Trudy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Juggly chits Janet. Whoever. Juggly <laughs> chit. <laughs> but you're going to find certain qualities. Hopefully oh, it's fuck. not all physical. Right. But something that you like, right? And then maybe it doesn't work out with that particular girl, but at least now you have like some sort of roadmap of what you're looking for, what you're interested in. Okay, so this is a good damn question now. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Help me to understand this. I have a female friend. Okay. She was with a dude for, hell, she has a kid with the dude. One, one of the kids is from dude, whatever, right? She's been in for like seven years. They have a five-year-old together. Okay. They split... Like, let's say, hell, for shits and giggles, let's say they split 2018. Okay. Right? And 2020, he had a COVID wedding with a new chick. With a new chick. With a new chick. Right. How does that happen? Like, you you did a process elimination of you were with a person for five years for that long. Because yeah. I, have, I, have, I have different women asking me questions like that. Yeah. Right? And I always tell them and stuff. I'm like, I feel like it's a... Process elimination. You realize what you do want and what you don't and want. And what you don't want. And then, but I still feel like it's still so fast and rookie-like. Because it is. I mean, for me, it, it would probably take take a longer period of time before I would 
like marry something. Yeah, mar- after marry- coming leaving out something. Right. Okay. Me um, too. But again, he's because it was five years that the previous relationship. Seven. Seven years. Being seven years of being with somebody, mm-hmm. if if and I don't know how quickly they got married, like before. Like let's say so. This is from her side, right? Not from his side. Yeah. But from her side, after they split, he had a little—I want to say—depression mode, and everything. And let's say new chick became like his motivator and inspiration, latest and greatest inspiration. No, I mean the split, like like when they got married, right? The yeah. seven years. How? What, no, they how, weren't married. Oh, they weren't married. They okay, weren't married. they were just together. They were together. Years. Okay, okay. They were together. Okay, I, I, I get it now. Yeah, I mean, you learn a lot about somebody in in those seven years. And again, it might have been some things that you never knew that you didn't like prior. Mm-hmm. But being within that seven years, you get to find out. Oh shit, maybe, maybe because of this, that, and a third. I'm not really the, the the type of person for this woman, or she's not really the type of woman for me. Now, this new female, or sorry, this new woman mm-hmm. that he had, he had met. Don't cancel smooth. Don't cancel me, please. You know, see, nice guy, Freudian Mar- slip. Mar- nice guy, I'm learning. Marvel, I'm learning. I'm done. I'm still a piece of work. <laughs> piece this of shit, but new okay. <laughs> woman mm-hmm. that he meets, right? Mm. She might be the total. Opposite of who he's been with for the past seven years. Yeah, but how do you know this shit so fast? But, I, he, yeah, does, yeah, but yeah. he doesn't know. He maybe she's he just checking know. off boxes. He's, she's just checking off boxes, right? And because she's the total opposite mm-hmm. of what he's just coming from, he's leaning into the he's good. He's leaning into it, okay, right? Without even knowing mm-hmm. what he might possibly be getting into, right? Because that, that's my thing. My thing and stuff is like, I was, I'm shocked when I hear a lot of guys do that and stuff, whatever, too. Yeah. Like, I'm hesitant right now for myself to say the thought or, or to entertain the thought of marriage. I'm not saying that it can, it can happen. Right. Yeah. It can happen again. If it's in the cards, it's in the cards and stuff, whatever. I'm down for it. If it happens, if it happens, then if it's doing that, if it doesn't. But my thing and stuff is that because I came out of a failed marriage, yeah. I'm not that admit or quick to rush into marriage. To it, right. I got to get to wait to know a person and stuff and cultivate all this type of thing. I spent years in that relationship yeah. and it didn't get me to happy land. Right, right, right. Or where I thought would have been happy land. And I get right? it. Right? So, that's so why when I hear some other guys who I was like, yo, she got some good pussy. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. But the, and, and st- or, or like her affirmation, her affirmation level must be on some different shit. Like, when she hitting it or you hitting it and everything, she got legs up and she's saying like, it's yours. I, I don't know. It's, it's yours. I don't know. Like, yo, whose <laughs> puss is this? It's yours. It's mine. It's mine. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm looking, I'm like, that is some fast shit. Because yeah. basically, ending of 2018, right. they ended their shit. Just, just her as an example. Boo, you hear this and stuff? For that? I just have to share your story. I'm not giving yeah. your name. No, no, no but, names is given. But that's what I'm looking at. And stuff. I was like, bruh, you're basically, you basically had like a, a full solid year. So say ending of 2019, enter COVID, you're like, nah, she's the one like a Highlander movie. At the end of the day though, who's to say that she wasn't there prior to that? He's not going to tell her that, you uh, know. Nah, I mean, no. He's not going to tell yeah. her that, you know, hey, or, 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 while, or, or, while or, or, I was thinking or, or, about the, 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 the exit routine, 
She might have already been in the sidelines. Yeah, but before he quit his job, he had, he submitted some resumes and other places. Right, exactly. So, I mean, for for all we know, Yikes. it could have been a much longer period of time, a much longer period of bonding. <laughs> that bonding might even be overlap. The <laughs> it might even be the reason why he left the first job. Overlap, <laughs> yo. I mean, it just keep, if we're gonna keep it real, yeah, let's, let's keep it. Let's keep it one hundred. If we're gonna keep it real, I mean. There, there might be certain things that he might have just seen in this woman and been like, listen, I'd rather be over there than where I am right here. I feel like even where, where the new squad is, right. or the new team that Set Man is going to play for, I feel like the affirmation might come a lot heavier over there because I think, not all, I just feel like the love of affirmation and stuff, whatever, should be a constant. Yes. And if it's not a constant, like the dopest thing my mom said to me and stuff, whatever, when I, I went to see her before I got married and stuff, we had a conversation. She's like, I'm like, yo, is there anything I should take in to like pertain to the marriage that I'm about to enter and stuff, whatever, in like a few months? And she said to me, she's like, yo, you try to try to make sure you say something inspiring and stuff, whatever. Yeah. Or kind at least once a day. She's like, women need that. She's like, as a woman and stuff, whatever, it's kind of reassuring. Reassuring. The affirmation piece. Yeah. Like a little reassurance, basically. What we need and stuff like that. So when I was seeing like, like 15%, they not fucking with it. I was like, I wanted to like, you know, go after, like, go after the individuals and say, is this the reason why you're... you're yeah. I was like, what, what's, the, what's the reason why? How, how quick are you to talk about your previous relationship with somebody you might courting that's new. How quick am I? Yeah. So if I'm if I'm courting somebody and stuff, I want to say, um, I got probationary periods in my life. So you got probationary periods. I got in probationary periods. So my thing and stuff is that ninety days after we we start having sex. Yeah. Yeah, we will. I, yeah, I'll talk about it. You'll start divulging. Yeah, I'll start divulging because my thing and stuff is that I don't know because it's more uh. I'm trying to build, but I might do something she might not like, right. and and vice versa. Yeah. So now we're in this point where we're trying to like see if like you know if we're compatible. Yeah. And the compatibility and stuff is at least there first. Yeah. Because I want to say, yo, and this thing one of my people's told me and stuff one day a long time ago, female friend of mine's, um, she said she ain't fucking with dudes and stuff whatever who don't have um, a big a big name a big name company phone contract so like we're in Canada so yeah. if the dude's like with Kudo uh, 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 Virgin Mobile and stuff whatever <laughs> she's like that nigga got commitment issues <laughs> he got commitment issues and his credit not right yeah. nothing like that whatever he, she's like he's on some no contract <laughs> but she, so she's in America she's like you got an AT&T mm. type of dance like a T-Mobile possible and stuff yeah. whatever yeah. you got cricket yeah. <gasps> You kind of sure. shaky and yeah, stuff for them. Sure. So that's what I'm saying. How are you really sure and stuff for them in the beginning? And me in the beginning and stuff, whatever. I'm trying to figure all that. Who's your carrier? Well, the reason why I asked that question is because yeah. you, I mean, you you brought up uh, you brought up something interesting where you say you think like the the new woman mm -hmm. might be giving him the affirmations that he may have not received in a long been, time. Been receiving, right? Yeah. So I'm saying if what if he's divulging that information and saying, oh, my, 
my boo, she don't tell me this, my boo, she don't tell me that, this, that, that. Oh, and she's the, the and new one's doing recon. Right. And she's taking this. Maybe, maybe it's not something that she typically does, mm-hmm. but because she really wants a dude and knows if she can play play up those cards. Yeah, yeah they, they, they do that. The same thing. If you're flipping, there's another dude. Right, right. You're flipping, there's a dude and stuff for they're trying to get at the woman and stuff for the dude still trying to shoot this shot type of way. She's like, he missed my birthday. If I was with you, boo, I'll never forget I your birthday. I'll never forget your birthday. I'll never forget the anniversary. Yeah, yeah, you're saying all the right shit. All the right shit, right? Right. Meanwhile, maybe you might not be a typical person like that. So that's why I'm asking, like, when do you divulge that type of information? Do you, do you try and find out how real the person is first before you go in and say, this is what happened to me in a previous relationship? For, for myself, for yeah. myself, um, I wait till my relationship is done. Okay. Me personally, I wait till the relationship is done. Because it's kind of like, like even with, with my previous situation and stuff, whatever, I didn't divulge until I knew for a fact. Yeah. Like mentally, I was over it. It was done. Right, right. Because I don't like... I feel like it makes your household and stuff look like a circus. Like, it's like a clown yeah, show. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, I can't believe she didn't do this or she be doing that. She cheating and she doing this and and you're just making her look bad and everything and stuff for her. But you're staying with her so you're making yourself look bad. So now you guys are two clowns right. in this circus you right. call your house because ain't nobody leaving. Yeah. And you know there's fuck shit going on. You're not doing nothing about it. And the same thing from her side. Right. She's not doing anything and stuff about it. So I'm like, it's a circus. Now, if you realize there's something not right, you address these things and stuff, whatever. You're like, hopefully we make the changes to do better, to move forward. And if we don't, we have to like, We got to figure it out. No when to hold them, no when to fold them. Yeah. Like, yo, this is this is it. I see some people and stuff stay together with each other for like just memory purpose and and seniority. Seniority. Just seniority. Well, we've been together for 14 years. So it doesn't make sense to try to start off and build with somebody and stuff for another 14 years. But I'm like, are you planning to die next week? I don't understand. Because my thing and stuff is that even if you're under 50, yeah. you split, whatever, fuck it. You're under 50, you split with somebody and stuff, whatever. Most people retire at 65 from work. Yeah, That's 15 years. Yeah. So I'm like, you might possibly build something real proper with your new retirement partner. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's funny how some people will even stay together just for status. Men don't go backwards in lifestyle. Women don't go back. Sorry, men don't go backwards sexually. Women don't go backwards in lifestyle. Right. So, I mean, if you're used to a type of lifestyle and stuff like that, yeah, I mean, you might put up with a few side chicks, a little fuck shit, a, a few little, little bomb, bomb, bombs, yeah, whatever, yeah, you know? Like yeah. a few, because, what's the guy? Um, is it uh, Ray Rice? The elevator guy. The football player who beat up his girl in the elevator. I can't remember his name. Yeah, but Something I remember, Rice. I remember we. When he beat her up, yeah. they were engaged. When, right. When everything came out about yeah. that, yeah. they were already married. Right. And she claimed to stand, to stand by her man. Yeah. And all the above, whatever. That's our business, blah, 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 and everything. Like, boo, you're a battered woman. You were KO'd. He dragged you out like Captain Caveman. Right. When NFL cut his deal and all the above, that's when she filed for divorce. Because the status of her being married to an NFL player, yeah. I guess, was glorifying. Mm-hmm. And now he's no longer an NFL player. She said, what the fuck am I here for? I could get beat for dues for less. Maybe she was waiting to get half of that. 
maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't the status then it was the status in waiting she was banking on mm. banking on because she ain't trying to lose that lifestyle oh hell no it's okay boo sometimes filet mignon is always better than meatloaf mm. it's your choice though if you yeah, want the your meatloaf. choice your choice um the other one is other question and stuff was as an adult is making new friends difficult and for the first time ever we had a 50-50 split yeah I was shocked as shit. You and I, we spoke about it and stuff whatever that day and the polls wasn't done. They weren't right. done. But to see a full 50-50 split, now, okay, tell me what side you voted with. I voted on the, yes, I find it easy to make okay. new friends. You and I both. Yeah. Then. Well, I consider both of us like social butterflies. Right, yeah. Whatever, right? So, I feel like to social butterflies and stuff is kind of like, for me, what if I enter a room, the manners that I was raised with is if I enter the room, I greet everybody. Yes. Whatever, right? Like I might do a head count about how many people, like even I, I one nurse even said it to me at work the other day and stuff, like they were in like the nursing station and it's like five of them. So I was like, hola, 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 hola. Yeah. Right? And then I see another one, I throw her foot and everything. I'm like, is that another one? I'm like, hola. So I do another six, whatever. So they're like, right. you greet everybody. I'm like, yes. Yeah. That's just the type of person and stuff that I am. Yeah. Right? That's how I was built. Now, me, as a social butterfly or as a person and stuff, I like to, especially like, I don't want to say before a podcast, the type of person that I am, Yeah. I like to know how people think. Okay. Because we can look the same, we can look similar and stuff, but that doesn't mean our thought process is the same. Not even twins have the same ideology. Right, right. Right? So I'm just trying to figure out and stuff, whatever, like what kind of will make you tick? Because I have guy friends, I have guy friends, we've been friends for like years and decades. And when even like some questions and stuff are pulled and everything, we don't answer the same. Yeah. So but that's just me and my curiosity. Yeah. So now when I'm seeing that I like to make new friends, and some people don't like to make new friends. I'm in a shock and awe. And then I start thinking of stuff with her because my thing is I'm trying to get a level of understanding. Right. Why wouldn't you want to make new friends? But then again, what is your requirement for a friend? For a friend. So what is a requirement for you for a friend? Like, do you have set requirements? I'm, you know what? Thing? I don't have set requirements. Mm -hmm. I think a uh, majority of the new friends I make mm -hmm. is based upon maybe common interests. Mm -hmm. Uh common goals, right? If, if I meet, and, and, and usually it, it might be in a, a setting that might business might be taking place right. or something where something's happening. Um, if I'm out in a function with like a, a set of friends and I may know one person, mm -hmm. I don't want to be the awkward man out. So I make the attempt to speak to somebody else, speak to somebody who I might not know. Because mm. chances are, if we're, if, if you're a friend of my friend, there's a common bond that you might have and we might share that common bond. So, and there's no other way of finding out right. unless, until, unless we have that conversation. Correct. Right? And then we have that conversation and, and, I, and I find, hey, you may have something that may be of use to me and vice versa. So, we can continue this conversation. Mm. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to necessarily have to be only when we're meeting up in this group setting. No, nah, we, you know, we've bonded on a certain things. Like I got a podcast. You, you know, you, you, you like 
sharing information, talking about different stuff. You're, you're a topic-oriented person. You want to find out more? Hey, let's switch up. We ch- we'll, we'll chat it up after this because we're not. Th- that might not be the setting that we're in for that, right? right? Yo, hit me up later and we'll talk about that, right? Mm-hmm. We make the quick exchange and so forth like that. Even with, um, like I said, like business-wise, mm-hmm. a lot of new people that I've met is through like the like the film and film and broadcast industry mm-hmm. because that's something that I'm new to now. Right. So it's not knowledge that friends I already have would have. Right. So in order for me to grow in that area, I gotta go out and meet people who meet have people. that sort of knowledge. Exactly. Right. So the, the, and and that's that it's it's never I, it's I don't think it's a necessity of any one particular thing. Mm-hmm. But if it's a, a if it's a beneficiary, I'll seek out that friendship. See, my thing is always like I was trying to understand like why, or is is it a way that if I'm a non-social person, like I really want to make friends, yeah, but I don't know how to, mm. right? Like, is it? Do you feel like it's a good portion of people feeling like that, or there's a good portion of people and stuff just be like? Nah, people are fucking weird. I'm not messing with them. I'm okay with my little circle and stuff as is. I think it's I, I think it's the the latter. People are okay with the circle Friends that they have that they already they already have. Interesting. And again, they might be only making new friends out of necessity. Mm. Right? Like, oh, okay, I'm now in this field or I'm now doing this sort of thing. But then that means you don't really, you don't need them as a friend. You just need the, the business you know, you or might, just need You might the, need them as an acquaintance. You yeah. don't need them as a, a friend friend. So that's right? not really a friend then. But a lot of times though, if, you, if you're if you doing like business and like, and you have like ideas and so forth like that, mm. you might find something leading more to a friendship. After that, after that common bond is passed, right? Because mm-hmm. you can only talk about business for so long, right? And then you say, "Well, you know, oh, you find out that that person has a wife and kids, right? Mm-hmm. Son plays little league baseball. Your daughter plays little league baseball. Mm-hmm. Oh, they might be in the same league. Oh, you know what? I'm going to the the, the baseball game next Saturday. Then it becomes something outside of business, right? It's it's something that's it leads to itself, but it does. You won't know until you have those conversations, right? So, and those conversations won't happen unless you step out comfort zone. Though, I don't know. I just, I try to understand. I'm just trying to get a grasp of understanding where. It. I feel like this question kind of felt like, uh, "Would you rather have five more friends or five less friends?" Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like in that realm, but it was kind of a little different because I feel like some people. I had a conversation with a relative actually earlier within that last week and they were saying they feel like people always want something. If they're not, if they don't already know them, like say right. like if they're at work and like even a coworker, she said even her coworker and stuff rolled up on her and they're like, hey, morning. She said, hey, okay. And if no, no, the coworker's like, hey, good morning. Um, did you know that such and such and such like something Oompa Loompas work for Willy Wonka? She was like, what is the purpose of this conversation? You you trying to yeah. you want something from me yeah. and stuff, whatever? Like, yeah. where is this going? And a person could just be shooting the shit because you know they like just Charlie and trying to factor. Yeah, yeah. trying to make conversation, Small talk, yeah, something talk. like that, yeah. whatever, right? And she's like, no, she feels like somebody's always has a has an aim. But I'm like, 
yes, you're already on your guard and you have an idea and stuff, whatever. You're not new to the planet. No. And to your surroundings. But you won't know that until you have a 15-minute conversation with yeah. somebody at least. Yeah. Because for all you know and stuff, whatever, they they may not want to be super buddy-buddy with you, but it goes to like the common ground. Common ground. So whatever you guys might, you know, it might be just a simple kind of conversation like that till you guys both strike it off and everything. Like you go to work to make money. Yeah. If you get a best friend or a friend out of it, whatever, that's bonus. Yeah. Because your, your overall purpose is to make money. Yeah. When you go there. So I'm like, why not enjoy the bonuses of work? Wait, it's you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that because we got a little. I got a little click at work. Yeah, we wouldn't. We wouldn't be. We wouldn't be a click if it wasn't for work, right? And it and it just so happened that um, I was working in one area, mm-hmm. right? And then I got a. I was moved to another area, and the other area I moved to. Mm-hmm. Was a bunch of young dudes. One one of the one of the dudes I knew because he actually started the same time as I did, so we were in the same orientation class. Mm-hmm. But because he was in the area already, he already made friends with with um with with two two other bros. Right. So I was like, I got in the area. He's like, Hey, what's up, Drew? And this, that, and the third. And he goes, This is my man, Dario. Peace out to Dario. It's my man, Vic. I said, Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then, yo, we started talking. Started finding out we had like a lot of common ground. Common ground, you right. know what I mean. So it, it became a point where, you know, we come to work. We're working so close to each other. Mm. The conversation's always just flowing, mm. right? At the same time, the team lead that was watching over us mm-hmm. bid out, and a new team lead bid in. Right? Team lead was cool, so we all started talking to team lead, and it came. It, it came to the point where. We have a little Facebook, little Facebook crew, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes after work, we'll go and go to the bar and you know go to a restaurant, eat together, you know, and shoot the shit outside of work. This is kosher because this is on your time. It's right. not on work time, right? So that's and what I'm I saying. Feel, I feel like that's more genuine to me because my thing and stuff is that I have tons of coworkers that want to have lunch with me. Yeah, but sometimes I want to utilize my lunch time to like for my benefit, right? Like. Fuck, we had a podcast meeting one day on my lunch break. Yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. We had business, we had business podcast shit to talk about on my lunch break and everything like that. And I said, people like, hey, where you going? Hey, you want to eat with us? Like, motherfucker, we can't eat together. It's COVID. Yeah. But like there's still business and stuff for that. I'm like, yo, that's my like, like when I make make it on my time, right? I'm like, yo, if we can't link now, why don't we link after work? Come by. Oh, I gotta go feed my pet unicorn. Oh. The Oompa Loompas are coming in town. So if you have these type of excuses and stuff on your time, on your time then that's a problem. Then that's a problem. That's what I'm saying. Like, lunchtime, I might not be always at the luxury or disposal and stuff for that yeah. because that's my lunchtime. Whatever. But like, well, off the clock, I think it means more when we take the time out of our own free time for sure. to do this. And that bond builds better. Yes. Because I don't want to say we're not under time constraint to say we got to get the fuck back. Yeah. Or blah, blah, blah. And hopefully... The conversation isn't all. Fuck! I don't want a conversation after work to be about work. Nah, and, and that's what I'm saying. And and these dudes, they the cool as shit. You right. know what I mean? I'm with. Yeah, I mean there'll be one or two conversations about work. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. That's let's say, let's messed say up. Twenty percent of work and right. then eighty percent of real life shit, fun real, shit, just real life fun shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? And we'll 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 link. We'll go here. I mean, 
this pre-COVID, but yeah. I'm just saying if I was of the attitude of no new friends, then I wouldn't meet such wonderful people. Yes. Please make friends. As adults, it's not hard. I think my final thought on it is that the six degrees of separation, and I'm not saying you want the most out of life, but I feel like most people, happiness should be at least one of those things you want. Yeah. And everything. And if you're happy where you are with your no new friends and everything like that, then by all means, because if there was a nuclear blast and just your set friends are just around, are you right. okay with the world and was it what it is? If you need other people and stuff to help function and stuff and everything like that, like hell, let's say one of your friends might not be a doctor. Yeah. What's the harm making a doctor as a friend? <laughs> <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll also add to that. Mm -hmm. I think part of the problem might even be the, your environment too. Ooh, talk about it. Because if, if you're not in a, a situation where you're seeing anybody new, you're, you're interacting with anybody new, mm -hmm. how can you possibly make new friends? Just so, so like I'm saying, at work, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in an area where I'm totally new, mm -hmm. right? Now, I move from one position to another position mm -hmm. where I'm part of a team. Mm -hmm. So I got to interact. I got to interact with these people. Right. Right. Now, I could have easily interacted and find out some of these people are assholes. But they're still new, though. But they're still new. Right. Yeah. So I, I have the opportunity to make it. Some people are not like that or some people don't have or some people are not put in an atmosphere. Which is fine. But right. my, my thing is stuff is that even your coworkers and stuff, whatever. Were these your friends from like jump from like grade school days? Nah. Okay then. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. You had your grade school friends and stuff when you were younger and everything. And let's say, hell, let's say you made these friends at 25 working at set place. Right. These are still newer friends. Yes. You're not shunning down the idea from making no new friends. Yes. You're still making these new friends. So you still have, you might still have a possibility of those other friends. But now you're adding on to what you had before. Adding on to what I had before. And that's that's just exactly what it is. Because one of my oldest friends and stuff, whatever, is my boy Benji. Salute to Benji. Shut up, Benji. We've been friends and stuff like since like freaking elementary school. Right, right. Right? And today we're still friends. Right. But I'm not shutting out the idea that Benji's going to be my only friend because I would never met like Ben Dillinger. Yeah. And Ben Dillinger and I have been friends for over a decade. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you're still adding on the stuff, whatever, to where you are. Did you lose? Did I lose the bond from the first or the longest friend? No, I have not. Did I gain other friends and build other bonds from that? Yes, I have. Mm. So they're still new. They're just like not in that opportunity, but who knows, whatever. Like, fuck, when we are still on the restrictions here, but who knows? Somebody might be like, you know what? COVID free barbecue. Come through if you got your vac if you got vaccinated. Hey, everybody's like, whoo, couldn't wait to get out here. What's your name, buddy? Yeah. I reckon I got my COVID shot. And then there you go. And you know what? Meeting new people can lead to new opportunities. Facts. It can, it can definitely can. No broke friends. No broke friends. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about it because my whole, my whole thing is trying to learn something new every day. Yes. Right? And it might just be important to try and find somebody new to converse with and have a conversation that you never had before. You should. I feel like the best kind of conversations will come from people who you don't agree with. Mm. I always feel like that. 
because I want to say if you learn, if you were my only teacher, right, right, you were my only teacher and stuff, whatever. There's no Carrie, there's no Ben, yeah. there's no Shorty, yeah. just you. Yeah, my information and stuff will become stale and rigid, right. Because I only learn everything from you. So I'm basically right. like an echo chamber of what you and I might say and stuff and taught now. So I have no form, no spatial form of understanding how Ben Dillinger might be, how Carrie might be, how Shorty might be. Yeah. These are different worlds and stuff and everything like well, that. I can learn different experiences and different things and stuff and different ideologies from all of them. Well, not only that, when you learn different experiences and different ideologies from them mm-hmm. and you come back to me, you're also expanding my knowledge and my education if you're willing to learn if i'm willing to learn yeah if you're if you're willing to learn but that's what i'm saying a lot of times it's kind of like see i look at it like when where how segregation kind of falls into yeah because for years i was trying to understand segregation okay one of my one of my greatest mysteries for myself i'm trying to understand is how come you do not know me this is to a racist you do not know me right but you hate me because it is right when i could be more diverse more into your world than you think than you think i went somewhere there's a white snake song white snake is an old classic rock group yeah yeah yeah. right they got this fucking hick song i fucking love it it's just straight to the point about porn you know i'm the king of pervert right song's called slide it in right slide it in right to the top slide it in i ain't never gonna stop slide it in slide it in slide it and i heard this shit i was like this guy's like yo i just want to fuck right yeah i just want to fuck yeah I can agree to that terminology. That's it. I went somewhere and this white dude looked at me like for the longest because I didn't know he was watching me when the song came on. Right. So I'm singing the song and shit like that, whatever. Yeah. The guy came over. He's like, buddy, I got to buy you a drink. I've never seen a a fella like yourself sing a song like this. This is a classic song. How old are you to be singing this song? Right. And then so so we start having a little thing. Me and I'm having my drink. We're having this conversation and I'm going in to like other like kind of musics and everything like that. He's like, bro, like I would never think, he's like, can I be honest with you? I would never think a black man would know these songs. Right. So I said, yeah, but you shouldn't just assume I'm only one type of way. Right. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, whoever taught you that has a rigid kind of ideology. Because when you're from different places, why not try to learn about different things? You know what though? Kudos for him seeing you sing that song. Yeah. And making that step to come over and have that conversation. Because some people would look Absolutely. at that. Absolutely. What's that? What's that nigga over there singing? Yeah. He ain't yeah, got, yeah. got no right to sing white snake. But, but I did the little rhythm and stuff, whatever. Like, yeah. slide it in. So he, he's like, he's like, where are you doing that? I was like, oh, that's just my little groove, man. Cause I was like, yo, slide it. I'm like, he's like, so how do you slide in? I'm like, oh, oh me, I'm hitting it from the back. Right, so I'm right. grabbing her waist area. Yeah. So I'm sliding <laughs> in. And he started laughing. He's like, yeah, you're my kind of guy. So I was like, Dope. We have to, you have to get a bit of this, that, and the third from the world. So that's why when I hear people like, I want my child to only marry black. Yeah. If I'm black, or I want my child to only marry Jamaican. Right. Because I'm Jamaican. Like, right. no, this is a rigid way of thinking. Thinking, of course. I'm like, I find it dope that like, you know, like, yeah, I'm a fan of black love. I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah. There's no, there's no secret in that. Right. But my thing is stuff is that I'm a fan of real love too. Be like, yo, what if the type of person, let's say black man, yeah, or let's say black woman isn't getting that kind of love. We know black women get is ill-treated. Right. And she's not getting that kind of love from like probably the brothers. Right. But there's a white guy out there and stuff, whatever, that can fill that void 
and she he's everything what she's looking for within a man. Right. Yeah. The only difference is it's skin. Yeah. Or your word ilk. Is it ilk? Elk. Elk. Elk, elk. elk is the deer. From right? a different ilk. 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 There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's it. Um, since we're talking about a little color and and everything, let's talk about the uh, Olympics. So yes. Olympics made a statement and stuff earlier in the week, this past week, about they're banning athletes from wearing Black Lives Matter apparel. <laughs> Take Black Lives Matter apparel, taking a Colin Kaepernick knee, yeah, or raising black fists in silent protests. Now, I what wonder, are your thoughts? I, well, first and first and foremost, I wonder. What what would have brought that to their attention? I mean, I guess outside of just the regular sport, um, you practicing because you typically, typically, like you would have on your your team colors, right? Like your track suits, your, your, your this, that, and the third. So, mm-hmm. are they talking apparel that's sponsored, like nationally sponsored by, or are they talking no, on your? I think your off. Your offset go. You're you you're going to have some dinner. This that, and you throw on like some regular clothes. So they don't just don't want you to be political in your regular clothes. They don't want you to be. No, it's not. I want to say podium ath- aspect wise. Okay. So they're talking about podium and like sport aspect wise. So you can have a full track suit. Say if you're a part of track and field things. Yes. Well, your tracksuit will still say USA like on the back shoulder blade and stuff for that. But your right. sleeve might say Black Lives, and the other side might say Matter. Hmm. So they're not trying to get political and stuff with it. Yeah. Right? Because they've they've witnessed it with the whole world being on a lockdown and shutdown during 2020. Right. And the insurge of George Floyd wasn't just a Minneapolis thing. Nah. Minnesota thing. Nah. United States of America thing. Nah. It was a worldwide thing. Right. Right? Minus in one country. We'll get back yeah, to that. They don't like me, fight me. It's going to get kind of spicy. Uh-huh. So, but, um, you know, so like the whole world's kind of seeing all this dance. Yeah. Right? You see in the UK, they were tearing down statues and everything and stuff like that because mm-hmm. they're like, your Black Lives Matter. They were saying over there, different parts of the world. We've seen the Chinese people. I had a Chinese guy at work telling me and stuff like, oh, it's, it's no secret that we're not too fond of black people, but that's not all of us. Yeah. So the videos you're seeing, they're old videos. So I'm like, oh yeah, so y'all been beating <laughs> black people there. <laughs> so I was like, so the, the black people back here on this side of the world, they're done with the civil rights movement. Right, right. They're over there going through their own new civil rights yeah, movement yeah, over there. Yeah, it's a, like, new, it's a whole new world and stuff over there. But I was like, I see it. Now, um, the lawyer, the lawyer pertaining to George Floyd's family and Breonna Taylor's family. Yeah. Like the law firm people, they took it upon themselves and made a statement and said, this is not right. And the Olympic Committee, they, the International Olympic Committee, IOC, needs to reverse their, their actions. Right. It was frowned upon when um, Tommy Smith and John Carlos did the Black Fist in the 1968... Yes. Mexico City. Right. There you go. Now, I'm not too old yet. 65. 65. I'm looking for the retirement friend. You looking for you looking for so, but, and, and, okay, so that's sort of the reason why I brought the whole, um, is it uniform-wise or are they talking just outside of you competing, outside of you training, if you're just going out, walking about? And because even with, with that whole statement, mm-hmm. the only additional thing they had on was the, the black, black glove. glove. Correct. So that was the thing they had was the black glove. And that was a no-no. 
that was a no no. It was it wasn't flagged under the, their radar stuff at that time, but after yeah. that, they put a lot of that in scrutiny and been watched. Okay, right. But when I, I see for with me, I kind of side and understand with the Olympic Committee mm. because if that be the case, anytime a country's going through some fucked up shit, we're using the Olympics as this stage to bring awareness to our country. Yeah, peril. For whatever particular reason it may be, right. like Spain, they had the thing with the riots with the schools and the colleges, like f- clashing with the police yeah. for like over um, tuitions. Yeah, right. So every Spain, every athlete from Spain should rack like what? No school fees on their clothes. Mm. Like my thing and stuff is that when do we let the UN do their shit? The United Nations should be there for a fucking purpose. Yeah, the Olympics is for just the sport, the entertainment. To take our mind off of it, whatever. Right. So that's why when the NBA bubble came up and stuff, when it first started last year, right. and everybody like had everybody their own thing, say her name, say their names and everything and stuff. I was like, this is super political considering the fact that this is thing. You and I, we spoke about this. Yes. And I was like, no, like the shut up and dribble thing when they said to LeBron and Durant. Right. Those are the times you make your statement. Right, right. Because that's when you let them know you're more than just an athlete. Yeah. But you're going on there, so I'm going on there to like take my mind off shit. Mm. My woman might be cheating and stuff on me or something like that. I'm there to watch it on there. I'm not trying to... And if I see a woman in the stand, I might look like my woman. I might want to change the channel. Yeah. But I think for some of the athletes, Mm -hmm. to them, it's like, okay, if we... Anywhere else we might do this, it might be ignored or it might not be seen. So if I can use... My podium, just like how, just like how we use our podium, yeah. right? If I can use my podium mm-hmm. to bring awareness to something that concerns me or hold I hold dear to my heart, mm-hmm. then I should be able I should be able to do that without without facing scrutiny. So I can kind of see it from I can kind of see it from that Both point sides. of view. Mm-hmm. I see. I definitely see it from from your view as well as the Olympic Committee. Mm-hmm. But then I also have to scratch my head and say, well, what is the purpose of the the, the Olympic Games? It's about inclusive, inclusivity mm-hmm. and people coming together, right. right? So part of that coming together is also acknowledging injustice to somewhere else or to someone else. Mm-hmm. So you know what? You may not think it's appropriate for the USA, the US of a team to wear a political statement. Right. Okay, fine. But at the same time, you should take it upon yourself as the Olympic committee to say something like, Hey, this 23rd or whatever this game is going to be, mm-hmm. right? We would like to acknowledge that a certain Set of people have been treated wrongly and unjust. Maybe during the opening ceremonies, right? And we would we would like to dedicate this game or these games for the betterment of the people, the inclusive inclusivity. Oh, you keep joking with that word mm-hmm. of, of people and us coming together at the beginning. Yeah. Opening games. Maybe even say a piece at the closing of the ceremonies. Mm-hmm. But in between that now. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with that. I'm down for that. Yeah. 
I'm down for that, whatever, because a lot of times, well, okay. So the games are in Tokyo. Right. Right. And I want to say a lot of times in set country, I want to say uh, they kind of have set countries like greatest. Yeah. Or known mm. people to kind of like do certain type of things pertaining to, I remember when the UK, when the, when the games was in London. Right. They had David Beckham coming on a boat. They had like Calvin Harris playing <laughs> shit, yeah. playing the entrance music yeah. and opening and closing ceremonies and everything. So I'm like, yes, I feel like that because it's just like when you go to a show, they're like, please hold your applause and stuff to the end. Right. Or, you know, take these photos and stuff before and please no cameras and everything. It's a set rules of set people who are allowing you to witness the show. Right. I agree to that because I feel like when I first heard it, whatever, I was like, yeah, they're taking aim at black people. Yes. I felt like that. Yeah. But my thing and stuff is that I'm like, don't be blinded by your bias. So I'm looking at stuff and I'm like, what's your other angle where you're coming from this? But I'm like, it shouldn't be a political platform. Nah, it should. It should. But my thing and stuff is that, hell, if we're known, okay, well, especially on this, on the Western side of the world, we glorify entertainment. Yes. Sports, musicians, actors, we glorify them. If let's say I'm an athlete of, uh, give me your oddball country, Uzbekistan. Okay. Right? No one really knows about me and stuff like that and all the above. Yo, and let's say my country is starving most of the people and stuff. They're not feeding people who make minimum wage. I don't know. We'll, we'll say something. Whatever, whatever. People yeah. of Uzbekistan, I don't know your issues. Forgive me. Yes. I'm not disrespecting you. But if that person came out and said, I'm going to these games to represent me and my neighborhood from the plight that we went through yeah. all these years. So yeah. what I'm hopefully to come back with gold yeah. to represent and stuff, whatever. This is for my peoples that somebody from our neck of the woods doesn't have to go through the struggle, the beatings, the, the blah, 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 the injustice and all the above. Right. Them going to social media saying that they're using, they're utilizing their platform. Their platform. Right. Because right there now, they were like, oh shit, word of mouth is a hell of a thing. Still a hell of a thing oh, yeah. now. Okay. So now you're on, like say for your people in Uzbekistan, they're looking like, oh shit, there's this one guy, you know, Bratislava Jr., he yeah. out here making this statement. Right, right. Let's watch him and see what he do. Yeah. You know, so now everybody's now channel turned in there, whatever. So now I always say, don't let your mouth write a check your ass can't cash. No. Nah. So now when you get this gold and you get all this type of stuff, whatever, now you got this following now, hell, you get to a specific type of level. You know, they're looking for influence. They're looking to throw people, throw money to help move some products. Be like, yeah. yo, half of this money I'm going to make, if Rolex is going to cut me a check for 50 racks, I'm going to use 25 racks to fit a cause yeah. in my neighborhood. Yeah. Yes, still you utilizing your platform. You don't always have to turn it to exactly directly. Podcasting is a different kind of world. Right. We're in this and stuff, whatever, to, to say our piece and people get educated or learn, learn something. Yes, yes. They learn something. Yes. That thing and stuff, whatever, like you've trained for whatever amount of years or time yeah. for that particular sport. I don't think me watching you for the course of like a few weeks, I'm going to learn how to do trampoline. I still think it's a weird ass sport. Trampoline, Trampoline yeah, is yeah, fucking weird ass sport is, to me. Yeah. They go high as shit, Damn, but they do some wicked flips, bro. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. that be Olympic equestrian. The horse does all the fucking work. <laughs> like it, it's Sugarfoot that's doing everything, <laughs> whatever you know. That's what he would peck his horse. That's why Sugarfoot. <laughs> Sugarfoot. That, that's why I remember. I call every horse Sugarfoot. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. You can utilize your platform, yeah, in your I, own type of and manner. I, and I get it, but I mean, I. Also, okay, also look at it from, from this standpoint, right? Mm. Kaepernick, 
the United States mm -hmm. and I want to say maybe Canada mm -hmm. knew Kaepernick as the football player. Correct. Right? But on a worldwide stage, majority of people know him as acting mm -hmm. activist. Correct. Right? The only reason why they know him as the activist because what he did is on his, what he did on, on his, his platform. Yeah, correct on his platform, but <clears throat> I feel like he's made statements. He's made statements and stuff, whatever. Um, side of NFL, yeah, right. Not to go divulging because he had court case pending, right, to be right. compensated and everything like that. But his other things that he said and done right. has kind of alerted more people to kind of get hip. Right. So it's kind of like if you heard about it and then you said, all right, let me take a look at who the fuck this guy is. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, this guy is a profound dude. Yeah. Well, he's more than an athlete. More than an athlete. He's more than, like I said, they might look at you and stuff for like for face value and might take you as this musician. Yeah. Then they see you and your thoughts and your comments and your Q and A and stuff on a podcast, you're more than a musician, right? I'm just more than I'm just an asshole to people most of the time. No, you're a nice guy. I'm, I snuck on. You're a nice guy. Get in. Oh, yeah, yeah. thank you. You see right through me. <laughs> How do you do that shit? <laughs> but yeah, like it's to the people that really kind of want to know more, and this is the reason why, like, like I said, I champion our our supporters. Yeah. Because it's kind of like we do Q&A and stuff with, with the peoples when they come in to ask some questions and everything. And hell, some of our, I want to say, subscribers or followers or everything like kind of transpire over to our own personal platform things and stuff like that. So you're rocking with them on a normal basis. Right, right. Whatever, right? Because I'm looking at them like when we start doing the Ask the Sons thing and stuff, I'm like, Hit up the podcast side. Like, you know, yeah, like, send the yeah, questions yeah, over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. They're like, no, 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 we know you're going to talk about it, so we send it to you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you sent me a follow request? All right, all right fuck it. We're hey, best friends now. Hey. Shout out to Anushi, whoever you are. Oh, Anushi. <laughs> I didn't ban you, smooth yeah, bans you. <laughs> you was going too hard in the paint, bro. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it had to. It had to end somehow. It's like you know those relationships. You don't know how to end it, so you just you, you just cut the person off. Like, yeah, it was. He one told of me those. he had no seniority. <laughs> Yo, you're fucked. <laughs> I like to make new friends. I just when I'm and I have the time and luxury, right. I respond. Yeah, yeah. When I have the time and luxury, I respond. That's just it. And but, I did. All fairness, I did respond. And he just went heavy in the pain after that. <laughs> <laughs> now hopefully I want to say the thoughts and the comments that people are making right now consider the fact the Olympic Games hasn't started yet yeah. they take certain things into consideration your idea is fucking brilliant by the way right so maybe that should be a thought that kind of should be floating out there a lot more yeah and if not whatever then maybe we might find a way or you might find a way to kind of just you know send like an earworm out to the masses this is a platform. This is one of them. Right. And hopefully there people are listening. We know the fuckers are listening yeah. when it comes to friggin' Jeff Epstein because we talked about Jeffrey Epstein before a lot of y'all motherfuckers. And mm -hmm. I'll say it again. Mm -hmm. So yes. So we know that they're listening and hopefully it might get out there. Um, now the other country I had like slight beef with whatever. 
it's not beef. Not beef. Salute to my Australian people. Country slash continent. Y'all got to help me understand some shit. Crikey. Yeah, crikey. It's, it's, you know. Yeah. Good eye. Y'all got to help me understand some shit. Yeah. And feel free just, just to hit up so fucking marvelous. <laughs> and then help him understand some things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Week two with disclaimers now? Is that what we do? We just throwing out disclaimers? Week two disclaimer? with disclaimers. Yeah, I got to throw them in my head. No, shout out to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> week two with disclaimer. Here's my thing. My thing is stuff is that I'll tell you how it all started with me. Okay. All right. So, um, salute to Luke. My boy Luke. Shout out Luke. Luke, he's, he was taking in um, Drag Race. Okay. RuPaul Drag Race. Right, right. RuPaul Drag Race now has a Down Under. RuPaul Drag Race Down Under. Okay. Yeah. Season one. Yeah. Episode one. Yeah. Right? He's taking it in. Whatever. I'm not paying it that much attention and all the above. I'm just going with the flow. You're just, you're in research I know, mode. I mean, like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in research mode. I'm in my own thing. Stuff, right, I'm looking at some right. things and stuff, whatever. I hear it. I look. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Now, pertaining to RuPaul Drag Race and everything and stuff, whatever, I was never really hip before. Right. But I got hip. I want to say I got hip and stuff, whatever, within like, you know, Luke put me on to some things. This is shit. Yeah. This is shit. Right. And like, if he, he, you know, he, this is representation and stuff for him and all the above. And like, he likes entertainment, the elimination yeah. shit. Yeah. I don't like elimination shows too much. What I like about RuPaul Drag Race, right. they have this shit called Lip Sync Battle. Okay, okay. Right? Yeah. And with the lip sync battle and stuff, whatever, like, they put on a song and they get him time to kind of prep for this. Whatever. Like, yo, you, your ass might get eliminated. Yeah. You need to be ready to sing the damn Particle Sun's theme song. Right, like right, Like, you're a right. fucking Particle Sun. Right, right, right. Everybody be like, damn it, fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just there, like, whatever songs, like, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm an audiophile. I yeah, love yeah, fucking yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like to hear, like, some of the songs they come with, they come with fucking everything. Right. And then, like, you see them lip sync out, go nuts and stuff. You know how the drag scene is. They go hard in the paint on right. this thing, whatever, right? Everything is going to mean shit to me until it comes to lip sync battle. Yeah. So I'm not paying that shit no attention. But I'm in my phone, doing my ones and twos, and all I hear is, I'm representing for my black people. Now, I seen the fucking cast. Yeah. I seen yeah. no one on there with, mel- yeah. with, with a tint of melanin. No, no, no. So... My ears perked up like a dog, like he listened to us for the door or whatever, you right? Gave this, you gave you gave this to me? Huh? Yeah, I was like, huh? like, black. So Luke, the asshole he is, he's looking at me, he's like, he's like, I, I, I was going to say something, but I didn't want to say something because I was confused as well. Luke is a white man yeah, yeah. <laughs> saying this, whatever. So I was like, yo, is this on demand? Can you bring that back? Yeah, I, yeah, I need yeah. to hear what the fuck I fucking Rewind. heard. Like, ever, ever brought it back. Then when I'm hearing this shit now, whatever. Right. I was like, you're native. Mm. You're native. Yeah. Aboriginal, indigenous. Right. What? <laughs> Explain. Yeah, I was, I'm like, I, I, need, I need some, like, some, some rationale behind this. Yeah, some clarity, some right? clarity. Give us some clarity. So now it came to the end. Whatever, because now I'm all sitting up. Now I'm like, what the fuck is going on yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Right? This is past lip, lip sync battle. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, now, yeah, this now is... you're in. You're in. So now, before the lip sync battle even kicked in, they have a slogan. Mm-hmm. Always am and always will be. So I'm like, is that, that, that's their Black Lives Matter slogan over there. Oh. So not only they consider themselves black, they have a Black Lives Matter slogan. Always am and always oh. will be. 
so I had to do some research and stuff before I started talking my shit. Right. But I was like, if they're considered black, what the fuck would they call me? Blacker. <laughs> I guess. I like it. I like it. We'll run with it. We're rolling. We're particle sent. We're rolling. We're rolling. We're not heaven sent. We're particle sent. We're rolling. But I had to do some research. So I did some research and stuff for them. The Europeans gave the Aboriginal people the name black. Okay. Right? Okay. And the Aboriginal people or the native, the indigenous people, they took it and they ran with it. And which is fine. My question is and stuff, whatever, is that who is it? I think what I seen, Gary Foley. I think he's still alive. So salute to Gary Foley. He was one of the ones that embraced the term black. Yeah. But they they had like their own black movement over there. Well, B-L-A-K. No C? No C. That's what that, that's what their whole movement and stuff was over there about how the indigenous people and stuff were, were treated. Now I've heard thousands of times from other people that yo the Australians they're not too kind of the indigenous people. Yeah, they yeah, they I, do they do I've treat them kind of kinda, I've heard of that kind of foul and kind of wild and stuff off off the rip right out there and stuff whatever. But I didn't I never considered like even from like the cinema the movies or the lifestyle and everything like I've never once heard. That they were considered black. And then when I'm looking at this Gary Foley thing, this thing was happening from like the 1970s. He's an activist and a writer. Mm. And they've been saying this stuff like for the longest. So I'm like, now I'm getting hip now all from drag race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the situation and stuff. And I was like, is their fight the same as the rest of the world's fight when it comes to Black Lives Matter? Yo, their fight might, their fight might be longer. Explain. Well, if... If they're Aborigines, indigenous mm-hmm. to their land, right? And the Europeans came in and colonized and set up shop. Mm-hmm. The Europeans gave them the name black. Mm-hmm. Think about it. If the you United, know, if if they were colonized land before the US, they might have been going through that struggle longer than the US has been going through it. So they weren't colonized longer than the U.S. They weren't colonized longer than the U.S. No, but in the U.S. Didn't in, they start off, didn't it start off as like almost like a prison island sort of deal? Yeah. Right. Okay. It did. But then I want to say when they start kind of colonizing, con- colonizing over there, right. the U.S. has already separated from the U.K. regime, the European kind of world. Got it. Got it. Now, when the slave trade and everything was going on, they were still called Negroes. Right. Right? And then the terminology nigger came up. Right. And then eventually black right. came up and stuff in the process and stuff too. Right? So it's kind of like who said it first? I don't know. Mm. But the thing is stuff I want to say is that um, like the term African-American it just says that it's broad where you came from some part of Africa where you don't know. Yes. Like if you're a black or you're a Jamaican and you're an American and stuff, whatever, that needs to say you're, you're Jamaican American. Right. Right. That you can, there's some place or form that can link your lineage somewhere. Right. To the black folks in America, those black ones, 
they can't link lineage. They just know they came from the slave trade. Right. So they can't link lineage and stuff, whatever, to say like, oh, well, we were brought from Nigeria. Yeah. We were brought from Ghana. Yeah. We were brought from other places and stuff, whatever, right? They can't know, they don't have no lineage. So they, it's kind of like, you have no flag where we can put you to. Right. Hence, it's just a black flag. Yeah. Black. But the yeah. Aboriginal people and stuff, they've been there. So I'm like, in any case, stuff for their hell, they should be part of the fucking flag. Because they weren't dragged anywhere else. They were indigenous to the land. Correct. So that's why I was like, oh, salute to Australian listeners, please inform us. You can hit me up in my DM. No, no, you can hit me up too because this is this this oh. is interesting. This is the disclaimer over there just just got dissolved. Listen, if you are offended, the disclaimer still stands. <laughs> yeah, but if you're here to educate, <laughs> I'm your man. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Mike. <laughs> Yo. Yo, wow! But, but that that is interesting, though, right? Mm. I mean, what is what is the fight in Africa? Because they they I mean they they're the colonizing the colonizing of Africa itself, but mm-hmm. they were already there. there. The Africans were there, correct? Right. So, is their fight a similar fight? I feel like it is. To um, I want to say the Western fight. Mm. I want to say half and half. Not really half and half. But I want to say a percentage might be like to to the Australian side, to the yeah. Aussies yeah, and their situation because like I said, they were already there. Right. They were already there but it's kind of like you see when you hear about uh, what is it? I think in Kenya with a Chinese restaurant. Chinese people, they're not indigenous to Africa. Right. They went to Africa and now they have these rules and parameters saying, yo, our Chinese restaurant doesn't allow poor black people past 6 p.m. Like if you're not, if you're not, I want to say affluential. Yeah, you got to get the fuck up out. So if it's five fifty five, that's, that's, that's in Kenya, Kenya that's in, in Kenya. Africa. Yeah, because I had a friend who did a um, I'm saying missionary. Right. She did a missionary. I'm about to say she did church stuff, whatever. But she did a missionary, and she said she was eating at the restaurant. They kind of looked at her like, hey, so um, we're kind of closing off to regular people in the next like fifteen minutes. You so got to go. you got to hurry to. We can we get you to go container? She's like, wait, what? And then the people that she was with, they were from that area, right? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. If you're a rich black politician, affluential, yeah, you can stay. But if they don't know you and you're not knowing and stuff like that and stuff and everything, you got to get the fuck out. And she said that's a good portion of the, the Asian businesses there because wow. they think the other black people and stuff might be quote unquote part of like Boko Haram. Or other type of like terrorist organizations. Okay. So they don't know and they said they're doing it for their safety. But I'm like, you came here to set yeah, up shop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's gonna, if that's your reasoning, then just shut down to everybody. And that's and that's what I'm saying. Like my thing and stuff is like going back to the Aussies, they came there. Right. So if you couldn't like recapture back the land or take over like your land and everything like that, I feel like that fight is a little different compared to like it's more compared to like the natives in America. Right. And the natives in Canada. The Aboriginal people and stuff were, yo, tribal land have their own kind of police. They have their own kind of rules and regulations and all the above. Yeah. Like I remember I heard KKK in like North Carolina way back in the day, they tried to run out the, um, the native people. The native people ran the KKK out of the town mm. and they claimed that land as tribal land. Yeah. So I'm like, I feel like they should take notes from them people. Yeah, yeah. 
And I feel like some people, people in Africa and stuff like too, like I said, you can't have this one way of learning and thinking. It's very fucking rigid. You have to take, take this education and learn something from all types of places to see that help you become a better you. Yeah, I agree. So my thing and stuff is that, yes, let's take information from the Aussies and their Aboriginal people. Let's take information from the Africans there, how the colonizers and stuff came in and everything like that. I feel like we can work together with specific amount of people. And some other things, yo, you just got to claim for yourself. And over here, by Black Friday, right. we're trying to claim shit for ourselves. Right. We notice that the black people in the Western world over here, we don't have capital. Yes. This is the reason why we're treated a type of way. Yeah. We have to start claiming shit for ourselves yeah. to get back shit for us so we can have leverage. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm saying like, eh, this much, there, our fight might be similar. Right. But the title and the name it just kind of fucked me up with it. Like I said, I was it's like, through your three, three curveball. What? Especially when you looked over in the cast and you, you didn't see nobody that looked like Man, you. Man, and no one looked like me. I was like, if I'm a white cop and I see you and I see one of them and yeah. I wanted to kill a colored person, yeah. you getting a slug. Yeah, I'm going to get in the first. You getting a yeah. slug. Because I might take it for Latinx, you know? Mm-hmm. I might take it for like, you know, like this is true. Indian folk. This I don't know. True. Depending don't know. on the tone yeah. of like them. So... It was just some thing. Okay, I digress. You I know. calm down. I'm back You're to back. nice Marv again. Nice guy Marv. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm relaxed. Let's talk about this Mother's Day thing. It was picking me on my mind and stuff for, that for a minute while we were shooting the shit about the whole Mother's Day thing earlier. Yeah. Tell me of this. Is it fair? Is it fucked up for you to buy your wife and your mother the same gift on Mother's Day? I would strive to buy my wife and my mother two different things. Well, we got a two-for-one deal. Not lingerie. That's out of pocket. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's, that's extremely that, out of pocket. That, yeah, if you that, bought your mother lingerie. That, that's that's out of yeah. pocket. No, but... Okay, okay. Tell you what. Tell you what I would do. Hold on. What if... Right. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. You walk past Vicky. Like, mall. Mm-hmm. You walk past Vicky. Yeah. Buy one robe. Get the next robe for free. You know what? I'll buy the one robe and get the other robe for free. Mm-hmm. The two of them will get robes, but I'll also get something additional that would be different. Ah, uh-huh. so you are buying them the same gift, though. Okay, continue with your story. Yeah, I'm just fucked up <laughs> like that. Continue. But I was say, I was going to say, <laughs> if I stop at the roses place, yeah, and I'm buying roses, I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy roses from the same spot. It don't make no sense going to two different spots, and Absolutely. I both want to give them roses, but there'll be an additional gift. That kind of says, hey, this you're, is what you mean to, to me, me, and this is what you mean to me. So you can't cheap out. So even if you get the twofer, you still got to spend some more still money. Got, you still got to spend a little bit more. So if you get a twofer and you get two different types of cards, you get you get, you get, you get the twofer deal, and you're like, to a special wife on a Mother's Day, <laughs> and then to a special mother that helped make me who I am on a Mother's Day. That's still spending I put the extra. disclaimer out early. Oh my God. It also applies quit to- Quit being It also applies to Marv's cheapness. Marv's cheapness. <laughs> Yo, quit being a little punk. <laughs> no, I'm going to buy two separate gifts. It's not going to be the card alone. The flowers, yeah, can come from the same spot. The two for robes, hey, mama, you need a robe? Wifey, you need a robe. Everybody needs a robe. Everybody needs a robe. Everybody needs a robe. You should rock a robe. I got a nice- I got a nice fluffy one that's comf mad. Yeah, yeah, bitch. We seen it during your COVID yeah, chronicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a soft so you know. terry cloth. Terry cloth. It was terry cloth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's a terry cloth too. There you go. I see you look comfortable as shit. <laughs> <this bitch. laughs> Sipping on coffee and shit. Feet up. 
And like, ah, what to do today? Fuck it, nothing. No, nothing. Like, like, all right. Yeah, no. See, I, all right. I have a friend mm-hmm. who, um, I want to say he's, he's kind of, he's kind he's doing well. He's doing well, right? Now he's Asian. Okay. And Asian culture, I want to say, kind of like, a good portion of the women might do most of the cooking. Okay. Right? Yeah. On the Mother's Day, I think he bought, he said he went somewhere and stuff like that. Let's say, let's say he probably went to Pacific Mall, right? Right. But he went somewhere and he picked up, they had like some sale. Like if you spend this amount of money, you get this amount of discount off and everything. Okay. My man bought four rice cookers. Damn. Four rice cookers and all them range like at least a hundred plus. Right. He bought four rice cookers and stuff, whatever. And like I think like individually they might be under two hundred. Yeah. All four came up to like maybe like five hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. Whatever. He bought all in the same fucking rice cooker and yeah. stuff, whatever. Right. And I was like, one for the moms, one for um the sister, one for the auntie, yeah, and then one for his, his wife, his boo, right? Yeah, right. So his boo, at first she kind of looked at it like. At first, I think you were trying to do like some misogynistic type of shit, but she's like, fuck it, you saving me mad time in the kitchen now. Damn. And that rice cooker was 200 bucks a piece. Right. Moms and stuff, she's like, oh, my baby knows just what I wanted. Right. I was like, that's the same fucking gift, basically. Well, you know what? I guess it depends on the gift also, right? I mean... Well, they said like, vagina is the gift that keeps on giving. It is the gift that keeps on giving. But, I mean, I, I feel like the rice cooker too. I feel like, yeah, it's the, it depends on the gift. It depends on the gift. Because, I mean, if, let's say, let, let's say you were at the jewelry store mm. and you bought a nice gold chain and the number one mom pendant. You bought two. Mm. I don't really see your wife being mad that your mom got the number one <laughs> mom pendant. And yeah, she yeah, might have got the number one mom pendant too. I don't know. It might feel like that one situation where, like, you know, the, the the boyfriend and the and the father at the dinner table. Hey, daddy, can you pass the salt? <laughs> same man, same man. Dun, dun, dun. Yo, same number one pendant. Nah, you can even go to another was, jewelry store with a different level swirl and design. Every little bit different, I, I would think, <laughs> because she knows who you're number one with. Turn your number one mom with your kids, and then your number one mom is your number one mom. Mm-hmm. So it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. So you think it would be better just not to buy any gift then? Nah, nah. You, 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 you got to show up with something. Mm, something. Flowers. Show up with something. Flowers. 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 flowers always works. Flowers work. And listen, if you can only afford to buy flowers, then get them both flowers, man. Mm. Get them both flowers. You're limited to play within it, man. Yeah. That's, just make sure your wife is happy because <laughs> that's the one you're giving yeah. a mother's night to. That's, yeah, that's where the mother's night goes. Yeah, you, you want your mother to go home and read a Bible that night. Now, nah, listen. <laughs> if mom's is happy... Your dad might thank you for the mother's night you're about to get. <laughs> I mean, it might be yo. one of those gifts that keep on giving, bro. Yo, yo. It might be one of those gifts that keep on giving. Yo, okay, let me ask you this. Speaking of wife, if you could marry a trophy wife, yeah. would you? Uh, you're well off. Have, you're well off. She just, she's just there for looks and looks and sex. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think I could do it. 
Why not? At the end of the day, I just, I need somebody to have some substance to them. What's the substance to you now? The cooking, cleaning? No, not even like the, not even like the, the cooking and cleaning. Like, mm-hmm. but maybe, like if she has some sort of passion to her, like if she's an artist. Her passion or, is a makeup artist. <laughs> I just gave you an artist. But I don't want somebody who just wants to just look good 24-7 and not do anything else. Because what's going to happen when the looks fade? You see, and see, my, my thing is stuff is that with all this high value talk and all that type of stuff about like, you know, dudes fitting the bill and all that type of stuff. Right. You're basically look asking for a trophy. Like Game and them or the Derek Jacksons are basically asking like for a trophy wife. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you got to provide every fucking thing for me, but I, I, I would hope you can hold your own weight because if I poof vanish in a Thanos snap, yeah. are you going to be okay without me? Mm. And if the question is no, then I don't want you. Yeah. Because like, I'm like, in today's times, like, why is the trophy wife still relevant? That's the thing that's, that, that's kind of bugging to me. It's a good question. You don't have an answer. That's a good question. Folks at home, listen. I mean, is it still? Is it still? Maybe it's still considered a status, a, a status symbol, right? Like you, you, you walk into a room with a lot of high-valued men. Yeah. You want that good-looking woman on your arm. She's almost. She almost becomes a symbol of your wealth. Even though, because I see something even on World Star sometime earlier in the week, where this woman said her husband had a conversation with her and said. You're doing skip the dishes like two times a day. Yeah. Like, yo, you got to cut back. And then she took it upon herself, went into the mirror at a hotel. She charged on his credit card and said, no, honey. She had the phone to the mirror. She's like, no, honey, you need to make more money. Hmm. I don't need to stay in the kitchen all day. Hmm. You need to make more money. Quit crying because you're broke and step your money game up. Yes, she was holding a child. Don't know if she was on mat leave, but what right. the fuck? Right, yeah. <laughs> help me, help us yeah. be great. I was watching, um, I think it was, it was somebody posted on, on, on Instagram, but it looked like some, some reality TV shit for some British television. Mm. And it was, uh, it was a black couple. And let's say the dude was named, was Jamal. So the, the, the one woman she was talking and she was basically saying she wants a man to provide for her, mm-hmm. um, take care of her, protect her. Right? Dun, 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 dun. Trophies. So, Do was like, well, I feel that I'm already doing all of that. Mm-hmm. So my question is to you, what do you bring to the table? Oh, she was ready to fight. She's like, what do you mean? What do I bring to the table? And I'm, I'm listening because I don't know what she bring to the table. I heard all the things that you want from him, but I heard a peep out of you what you're willing to provide. You probably didn't see the part where she probably put her camel toe on the corner of the table and said, this bomb ass pussy is what I'm bringing to the table. <laughs> to the table. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know what else. Like, yo, my, my mom said, she's like, yo, my, my mom said it in the most Jamaican part of our form. She's like, if the woman only had pum pum to bring, that means vagina, folks. Yes. She's like, if she only had pum pum to bring and stuff, whatever, laugh her. Leave her alone. That's what it means. Yeah. And I found that so damn valuable and stuff. Like I said, we are, you know, y- your parents are kind of like the reflection, like to yeah. the type of partner and stuff you're looking for. My mom was an independent hustler and all the above. Yeah. And all, you know, so. I'm looking for a go-getter type of woman. The trophy wives and everything and stuff, like, they might be okay to look at for a moment. For a moment. But, I mean, I, I, I can't. I don't like all the restaurants, so I'll skip the dishes. And again, <laughs> like you're saying, why are they still relevant today? I think they're, the value that they hold is as a status symbol because they really don't provide any other value outside of that. Mm. So you walk into the room, you know what I mean? It's like, you can have the baddest woman because you have the money to keep her. Gotcha. So you walk in the room with the baddest woman on your arm and they say, oh, we know why she's with him. He's got stature. He's got money. Well played. I like that. I can take that answer. That's digestible. Um, let me ask you, Frank Sinatra, love and marriage go together like a horse and a carriage. How different is love and marriage? Ooh. Because I feel like you can love somebody, you can love multiple people, and you don't have to marry them. Mm-hmm. Word life, you don't need to bring them to be my wife. And then people, tons of people and stuff in the world, well, 90 Day Fiance is to testify to that. Yeah. <laughs> people marry for papers. People well, marry for business. Say, I was about to say people marriage. People marry, yeah. Typically, to me, marriage is the business part of the relationship. Interesting. Go in for that. Whereas you really don't need marriage mm-hmm. to be with somebody to love somebody, to have a commitment with somebody. You got to check the mobile carrier. But (laughs) (laughs) you need that license for specific things, Mm. right? Um, If you're you're doing anything business-wise, if you're doing anything... um, For the marriage aspect, for the business? for, For the marriage aspect, if you're doing anything like, let's say you're getting together to own pieces of property or you're getting together to do certain things. Yeah. You're you're able to do certain things because you're married and you have that license to support it. Right. Right? And I also think it's a way of just the government just scraping more money. I think so too. I think so too because we spoke about institutional marriage like several times in this show. Yeah. But I feel like I don't like the piece of paper argument too much. That it's just a piece of paper. Right. I feel like it holds more weight than most people, than more people think. Mm. Right. Like I feel like. Well, why would you mm, say it holds more weight than some people think? Because remember, a degree, a degree is just a piece of paper. A high school diploma is just a piece of paper. Okay. And but these things, they they hold more weight than what it is. Right. Like I want to say, like, but you, they're only they only hold weight. At the time they're needed to hold their, their, at the time that they're needed to hold weight, like once you get married, right, mm-hmm. and you sign, you sign license. 
Where, where is that license ever seen again? Probably next never. Right. It gets stored away. Put somewhere where you, you don't somewhere, know. Somewhere. Yeah, I mean, the, your same ring, thing, your same ring thing. is more important uh, and more important as a, as a symbol or a status because that's visually represented. But it's the People same thing. It's that. the same thing when it, when it comes to degree. Not every job and stuff, I'm going to say, requires you to put your degree on the wall of that business. Right. That might be somewhere tucked and stuff and everything like that. Like even, I think my education shit, my mama has. Oh, dude, I didn't even. My, my mama is, has. My mama has my educational shit. Whatever. Some All I need is somewhere. my my reference numbers. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's all I have is that that's all I really need is stuff for those, the reference numbers because so they can attach it right back to the piece of paper for proof. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like the piece of paper and stuff, like they say it's just the piece of paper, but I feel like, no, these things and stuff, whatever, they have validity. They have some weight and they're more, they're more concrete in what people say it is. Okay. So, I get what you're saying and stuff for there, but like, yo, when you're using it, probably never very 31st, but until if it came to like a proof on a court of law or some shit like that, whatever. Right. Were you able to practice whatever blase, blase? Did you have a designation? Did you have this? Yeah. Do you have proof for this? Let me dig the crates. Then, then, you, go dig, dig, then you go and dig the crates. Then you, you might dig up. the crates. Right. But yeah. then other than that, whatever, no. But yeah. it's still known for a fact that it's there and it symbolized that this is a, I don't say former completion. I don't want to say marriage is a course. <laughs> but it is. It's a course. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's something and stuff like along those lines yeah. that even the piece of paper holds more weight, whatever. Like you can get a bill, you pay the bill. Yeah. That's a piece of paper. Yeah. After you pay the bill and you have zero balance, that piece of paper is done. Yeah. That's done. But that's what I'm saying. It, and, and even a receipt, right? Mm hmm. You buy something, mm. you don't need the receipt, but you may keep the receipt just in case whatever you have, whatever you purchase, something might be wrong with it. So, you, so, so now you, you have that proof. So then that's what, that's what it is. The, the piece of paper is your receipt. Your diploma is your receipt. You did this education. Your, your, your marriage license is your receipt but that you did the whole day. It only comes up when it's, it's needed. Hey, you have your receipt, baby. It only comes up when it's needed. You so, like receipts? Listen, I love receipts. Okay. <laughs> I save receipts all the time. Hey, I, I get mad. You have your marriage license? I get mad when my wife throws away her receipts. <laughs> okay. But I have my marriage license, mm -hmm. but with but even without the license, right. we'd still be married. And this is where it comes back to the word life, you don't need a ring to be my wife. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like when they said love and marriage go together like horse and a carriage, whatever. I'm like, no, you don't need the two. No, you don't need the two. You don't need the two. You actually, you really want to pick one. I feel like everybody you love is not somebody you're going to marry. Yes, that's true. Right? And I feel like it's to what your personal end game is. Yeah. Because I still feel like a lot of motherfuckers, they don't, they don't like the marriage days, like the wedding. Yeah. They like the wedding day. Yeah. Like that. And all the above, like, oh my God, it looks so beautiful. Oh my the God. whole fantasy yeah, of yeah, it. The they whole... grew up as a little, a little girl, like dreaming about this one day. Not about the marriage. See, that's what my disclaimer would come out. Not all little girls dream about marriage. <laughs> that's that person over there. Nice guy, Marv. Most little girls who mm -hmm. have been brought up. Hashtag cancel shit smooth. Growing ass. up and marrying a Prince Charming have dreamt about that day. What's the opposite of Prince Charming? I'm just asking though. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, what, what court jester little junkie or something? Like court jester dirtbag. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, because I mean, I mean, hey, you know, you see some dude, he might look like, you know, Predator without the mask and everything. Be like, damn, how he, he supports me and my dreams. He's like, oh, <laughs> we get it yeah, now. Yeah. You're the trophy. Continue. You're the trophy Continue. <laughs> You're the, well done, stature. Well done. Well bravo, done. Well bravo, well done. bravo. Well done. Okay. That's it. All right. This is just some real shit. All right. Let's, let's, let's start to wrap this, this show up, damn it. Let's get to the question of the week. Mm. You ready for this? I'm ready. Ready, mate? Crikey. There's no good time. But when is the best time of day to break up with someone? I'm going to have to say the afternoon. Pick a time. Around 5.30. That's evening, dog. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you mean? I think you're talking I mean, about like two. No, no. Let me hear I'm gonna say that. I'm going to say 5.30. 5.30. Yeah. All right. Let me hear your rationale. All right. You want to hear mine? And yeah. then, okay. Okay. I'm going to say yeah. noon. Okay. High noon. High noon? High noon. Because that's where some of the showdowns would go with stuff right. in a wild, wild west. Right. Tell me why you said 5.30. I say 5.30 because I think you need at least... Two quarters of the day to, 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 to seriously think about what's what's about to happen. Maybe eat some food, sit down with it. All right. Look at your partner, see how your other partner's behaving. You know what I mean? Because I mean, if, if he's having a, a, a great day, it might be a good time. If he's having a bad day, it might not be the right time to so bring, wait, up, wait, the, bring okay. up the divorce papers, bring up the, the breakup challenge. Oh, so are you speaking from a woman's perspective? Because it's not like you... I'm speaking from both perspectives. Oh, okay, okay. So you're saying now, if they're having the time of the, their life and stuff, whatever, you're here to bring the balance because they're having the best day ever and now you come with Hiroshima and this this divorce talk or this, this is over yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it's, it's, it's 5.30 in the evening. Hopefully, it's, it's some, an after work chatter or something like that. Because... If they're having a bad day, yeah. <laughs> oh, your 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 shit might get keyed up. A couple windows might get smashed. Jasmine Sullivan, I bust the windows. Yeah, out bro. Your car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> we did. You needed to say something to me, nigga. Oh, uh, we can talk about this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. And you'll keep putting it off. <laughs> okay, so my so okay. Yeah. Salute to son. We had this convo. And my time before was three in the afternoon. Before. Three in the afternoon. Now, I said that in the beginning before. Now, a lot of times people, we practice what we, we try to practice what we preach and stuff over here on the Bottle Sons. Yeah. Where we know we don't set the bar. So some of the questions and the topics that you hear, they're not just going just from him and I and it's done. Right. This gets cycled around to the people's and stuff that interact with us. Like if right. you want more interaction with us or you want to be part of this, hit us up constantly. Don't hesitate when you see the polls and questions and stuff will go up. You have any suggestions and everything any like that. Yeah. Don't hesitate to hit us. I Q&A not close to Steve Harvey or Family Feud crew. Right. Well, over 50 people. Okay. Over 50 people. And Let's say the the ninety percent of women, right, 
They jumped in and said, first thing in the morning. First thing first in the thing morning. First thing in the morning. Salute to San. San said, 6 fucking a.m. to break up with somebody Ooh. in the morning. This guy probably still has morning wood. He probably has piss in his dick that he needs to eliminate. He didn't have a fucking cup of coffee. And when I started asking other women and everything like that, one woman gave me a hypothetical situation. She okay. said, if you and I, Marv, like Marv right. are in a relationship and stuff, yeah. I'm supposed to sit with this fucked up thought the whole goddamn day until you want me to break up with you when? Three o'clock? Mm. She's like, so I'm going to fuck up my day when I know this relationship is already done. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But, but 6.30 though? I'm like, 6.30? I might be like, you might try to be breaking up with me at 6.30. I'm going to fake it. I'm going to fake it like, right. I, like I didn't know right. shit. I'm going to fake it like I didn't exactly. know shit. So I'm going to lay there and stuff whatever you like. Like morning, it's yeah. about to be a good morning. It's a wrap. Yeah. You're like, what? What? Like I'm all discombobulated. I'm going to put my head right back on the bed. Like, get your shit. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, I get my stuff in a minute. Give me a minute, whatever. And then sushi walk out the room. I'm going to call her ass at fucking lunch. <laughs> hey, man. I had this nightmare where you trying to break up exactly. with me. Exactly. I was asleep, though, but it was a nightmare. <laughs> What's up? One woman told me, she's like, another, another woman, she works in my hospital. Right. She said, let me get this straight. What time you start work, Marv? I said, I work eight to four. She said, so I will call you at seven. When I know you're up mm. and you get up in the morning, you take a shower and yeah. get yourself together. I'm like, yes, I do. She's like, I'll give you a message. It's like around seven, seven, ten. Right. While you're washing your balls. Right. And say, hey, you get a chance? Hit me up. Mm. So I'm like, this motherfuckers are thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why I changed my time from three to noon, one other person said to me, she said it just like this. She said, I break up with you first thing in the fucking morning. Right. Anytime after that, I can meet the man of my dreams. The real man of my dreams. True. She said, but because I'm a loyal ass fucking woman, yeah. I want to dump you three o'clock in the afternoon. I went to go get coffee. I had a moment with the right man. <laughs> but because I'm not a cheater, I let the right man walk out of my life, considering the fact that you're already about to walk out of my life three o'clock in the fucking afternoon. She said, you're getting dumped first thing in the morning. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Dump my ass first thing in the morning. Cold-blooded. So help me God if I hit the lotto come 12 o'clock. <laughs> oh, yeah, the midtime, the midday numbers, <laughs> the big threes and all that shit were run. Uh, gonna be some shit. <sighs> and, if, and if you don't hit the big threes? Oh, yeah, mama. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> 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 I'll say my sorrows. <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. Oh, oh, this is funny. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Next question. All right. <laughs> we get to the Ask the Sons and the slide up out of here. Um, first, Ask the Sons questions come from Some Milk. You meet God and you can only ask one question. What would you ask God? Did I do enough to get through the pearly gates? Nice. I asked God, did you, do you really actually want to be worshipped? Mm. I would, because, like, you know, when they say in, in the, you know, the, sixth, the seventh day yeah. or the Sabbath day and stuff, whatever, that's supposed to be for rest and worship. Right. 
how you know this is the worship part. Like, sometimes you just do shit just to do it. Yeah. Because you know, it's... I Like, I don't know. But my thing is, that's the reason I'm asking God, like, what was the main purpose of that you're, you created us and these beings and everything else and everything like that? You, did you expect to be worshipped? Because... Here you can individually collect the ant farm and yeah. then you can create like a damn ant haven right. and everything like that. Do you expect the ants to kind of just, you know, chisel out in the damn sand or in the dirt all hail smooth? Shit, they better make a statue of me. God. <laughs> okay. I better look one day and, and my face on top of an anthill. <laughs> I understand, my lord. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, there you go. There you go. Oh, good question, though, by the way. Some it is a good question. Um, Elliot24 with the next question said, what is the hardest thing you've had to tell someone? Uh, the hardest thing I had to tell someone that I remember, I had to tell somebody that um, somebody we knew died. Yeah. And because like I was just with them, let's say, hours earlier. And then the person, the stuff kind of just came up like, oh, blah, 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 and everything about this is like, yo, you didn't hear? And they're like, what? And I and I told them and stuff, and they're like, because I'm jokey, I'm a jokey person. Right. I'm like, no, real shit. Like, I, I put this on my mom, I put this on my unborn children. At the time, I didn't have kids. Yeah. And when I said that, it's like they saw the, sin- the sincerity within me. Right. And they just broke down crying. And I felt like I didn't want to be the person to, to, to bear the bad news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was like one of the hardest things I've ever had to tell I, somebody. I, that's a similar thing for me as well. Being a bearer of bad news uh, mm-hmm. with a passing. Yeah. It's, that's, always a, that's always a hard one, right? Because mm-hmm. there's no real delicate way of doing it. Facts. And it's not like... It's not like you, 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 you cannot do it because that person has to know. Yeah. Right, so it's it's one of those things that if you're the bearer of bad news, you kind of have to put the 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 feelings aside and mm-hmm. just and deliver the message, and be prepared right after delivering that message to bring those feelings back because that person's going to need some feelings, and you're definitely going to need that feeling just watching that person. Yo, I think. Um a friend of mine told me that he had to, I think it's a grandparent. I think grandfather, grandmother, can't remember. Yeah. But he said, like, they were in the hospital and everything like that. And I think the situation was going grim and the family was kind of like debating what a damn to do with them if they don't. And all that type of stuff. Not really pulling the plug because said grandparent was kind of still alive. Right. But they said the hardest thing, I remember like, it wasn't similar to this question, but it was like, they said it was a hard pill to swallow that they had to break it down to the grandparents and stuff like, yo, you're never leaving this place. Yeah. You're never leaving this place. Like, if you leave this place and stuff, whatever, like, didn't say it in only so many words, it was kind of like in a body bag and the grandparents just kind of like put their head back and stuff, whatever, and just like, go outside with your parents. I just need a, I need a moment for myself. Yeah. And I was like, damn. And like, I think within, they said, like, less than 12 hours. Yeah. It's like grandparent passed on their own. Right, Because right, I right. guess they just probably lost the will to live. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, shit. But, mm. Hard to swallow, man. Hard, hard to swallow delivering it and, and hard to swallow receiving it. Facts. 
Um, last question comes from Doormat. Doormat with two T's. Um, what would happen if Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos came out as a couple? Hmm. What wouldn't happen? (laughs) Okay, what would their couple... Their couple name would be... Biff Gazos. Ha! Biff Gazos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Benefers and shit like that. Biff Gazos. Well, if they came out, they basically Gazos. Um, No, I think, deal. that's a fucking rock iron clad, like, I don't know, prenup that has to be drawn up. This is billions on the table right here, baby. Like, yo, yo, that prenup is, it has to be rock solid. But didn't, I'm not sure if Bezos has remarried would good would give away um majority of of his fortune he's philanthropy but I know Bill, Bill's is, Bill uh Bill has said that oh they said Biff I'm about to say oh he shit you already look at him as a couple I'm already seen it into the future <laughs> <laughs> that's a power couple power top power bottom I don't know like I think with them with all that kind of money if they were like to be like a couple with shit like that whatever Maybe no, no. That was that would fuck up their money train. I'm about to say maybe this would be the time to sell out discount codes for Amazon. I mean for Microsoft. Microsoft. If you have Amazon Prime, yeah. <laughs> you can get discounts on like you Microsoft. Get everything free. I think it's just store around free. Yeah. I heard um, during the height of the the pandemic when mm. he was when when Bezos was the. Multi, multi, multi billionaire. Mm-hmm. When he had reached that astronomical figure, they said he had so much money mm-hmm. that if he had given every employee in Amazon, every employee worldwide, a hundred thousand each, he would have still been the world's richest man. Jeez. I mean, that's the reason he probably feels bad for the philanthropy stuff that he's now trying to do now. But probably. Yeah. That's, that's a high-ass number. That's crazy when you really think about it. Like, you have you have literally a, the power to take, not country, but countries out of poverty. Yeah, but billionaires don't do that, right? That's the one percenters. That's one percenters of the world. And I feel like they, look, we all work for billionaires. We all, if you're an employee, Some way, shape, or how? yeah, you work for a billionaire, like a billionaire and billion dollar companies and stuff like that. So I feel like it's not in their best interest to pay you like that, right? Because they just still want to retain all this fuck you money. Mm-hmm. If they have a purpose for them, you can't tell nobody how to spend their money. But nah, I mean they're trying to colonize space right now. Yeah, that's. Different as it's like when you think about it, like there's problems on Earth. No, let's go colonize. That's space. arrogant as fuck. I always say that. Like I always say, like when they say like the World Series, I'm like, yo, <laughs> Japan play baseball, Korea play baseball. Right? Um, like other countries in the world play, play baseball, baseball. Cuba, but now nah, it's only North America. <laughs> but we're gonna call it the World Series. All America and okay. one and Canadian, one, yeah, yeah, and one Canadian baseball team. We're calling it World Series. Like that's some arrogant shit, or like Miss Universe and all that type of stuff. Not only is it arrogant. To call it the uh, well, maybe it, maybe because most of the, the best plays don't come from Canada or America. <laughs> oh, that's kicking the nuts. Nah, man, those Latin countries, those Latinx countries. Yeah, 
Nah, no, but man, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe they call it World Series because some of the best players don't come from Canada or America. True. But even like the Ichiro's and shit like that. Yeah. These guys, I feel like they're holding it down over there. Yo. Like, yo, I, I, that Japanese baseball Bro, league is listen, it's, it's not a joke. I was about to say, if it's truly a World Series, mm -hmm. I don't think Canada and the U.S. is winning a lot of those trophies, bro. I, I, I second that notion, kind sir. I second that. All right, man. I guess that's it, man. That's it. I'm off for the so say the sons for the week, a little weekly motivation for the peoples. Uh -huh. <clears throat> so say the sons this week. Do it now because sometimes later turns into never. So, so say the sons. sons. Procrastination is a motherfucker. Everybody knows that. And 100%. I feel like a lot of people will stuff to just like, you know what? I'm going to do it later. And later becomes never. Never. Yeah. Let, let's. And, be, and, be, and be of the mindset that tomorrow may, tomorrow is not promised. Tomorrow man. is it not may never promised. Come. We it talked may about, never come. Yeah, we talked about loved ones that are no longer here and everything yeah. like that. Don't like, oh, I'll call my mom tomorrow or she'll be around next week. My mom is annoying. No. Throw that person the roses and give them, pay homage and stuff to them mm -hmm. while they're here because that later may not come. Nope. Enough said? Enough said. All right. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really liking, I think the Soul Says the Sun needs this page of its own, man. There's a, we have a lot of them. Holy shit. Yeah. I think it might need a page of its own. Yeah. Stay tuned in the near future. Yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned in the near future, man. Once again, thank you for the listening to the Particle Sons. Or AKA Shit Smooth says. <laughs> Remember the difference between genes and stupidity, that genes has limits. Peace and love, y'all. Y'all be safe out there. Happy Mother's Day, because it's a mother's night tonight. 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 And hopefully tonight. no no new babies are made now. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> The particle signs with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. <laughs>